Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. You got your Bible, get a notepad, and just listen very carefully. Kind of be quietly listen to me today because I believe I have a right now word. I believe today I can help you. I believe today I can help you even further than I've already helped you in that exhortation. We're talking about legacy. You guys put it on the screen. Legacy. We're ending the year with legacy. And that's the title of our message today as we continue with legacy. And let's go to Matthew chapter 7. I'm going to give you a lot of scripture today. You're going to follow along because, you know, we are a Bible teaching church. Is that all right? I'm not going to try to be anybody else but just be who I am. And I'm a pastor teacher. And I love you. And I show you that I love you by feeding you. Okay, I don't I, I can't go out and have lunch with all of you. I can't go on vacation with you, but I can feed you. And the Bible says, you know, the pastor loves you if he feeds you. You know, your pastor loves you if he feeds you. So I want to feed you today. You're all praying for me, right? So we're going to talk about legacy, legacy today. We're going to look at legacy and we're going to look at the foundational scripture where we got the name for our church to begin there. This is where we got the name Church on the Rock 40 years ago, right out of the Bible, right out of this passage, okay? This passage is talking about two different kinds of people. One is wise, one is foolish. One is wise, one is foolish. But both of them are building a house. Both of them are building a house. Every one of us in this room, everyone online, you are building a house. Your house is your legacy. You are building a house. And your house is your life. It is not only your life, but your family and your career. Say it with me. My house is my life, my family, and my career. That's your house in a nutshell. So notice that every one of us in this room, we're all building a house. Every one of us are building a house either on a solid foundation or a weak foundation. And the storms of life come to foolish people and wise people alike. Storms come to black people, white people, brown people, rich people, poor people. That's just life. Life's broken. Life's cursed because of the original sin in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. So let's look at it now. You're going to really stay with me because I promise you this is going to encourage you. It's going to equip you. It's going to strengthen your faith the teaching today, but a lot of scripture, okay? Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them. So hearing and doing. Hearing and doing is a wise builder. Someone who hears the word and does the word. Each one of us, foolish or wise, is building a house. Your house is your life. It's your family and it's your career. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken them to a wise person who built their house, church on the rock, built their house upon a rock, a solid foundation. Verse 25. Now stay with me, guys. Verse 25. The rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. Beat upon the house. 
We're all building a house, either with wisdom or out of foolishness. We're all building a house. And what is your house? Your legacy. What is your house? Your life, your family, and your career. The rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew, beat upon that house. Good news, it fell not. Wow. Your house is unshakable in shaky times. Your house is unshakable in shaky times because you're building your house, your legacy, your life on a solid foundation. What is that foundation? The Word of God. How does it work? Hearing it and doing it. Hearing it and doing it. For it fell not because it had a solid foundation. Verse 26. And everyone that heareth these things of mine and doeth them not, so I'm just hearing and not doing. I'm just hearing and not doing. I'm called foolish. Even though I'm building a house, I'm building it foolishly. I'm not leaving a legacy that I want for my children and my children's children and those yet to be born. Everyone that heareth these things of mine and you don't do them is like unto a foolish man who built his house. So notice whether I'm wise or foolish, black or white, brown or red, I'm building a house. We're all building a house. We all have a life and the life we have is the life we built. The life you have today is the life you've built. The life I have today is the life I have built. Well, that's powerful. And everyone that heareth these things of mine and you don't do them, you're like a foolish person who built your house upon a weak foundation. So notice old, young, black, white, brown, red, educated, non-educated, foolish or wise, we're all building a house. We're all leaving a legacy. We're all building a life, a family, and a career. And what we leave is our legacy, all right? So the life you have today is the life you've built up until this point. Next verse, verse 27. And the rains came, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and built on that house. Each one of us is building a house. It fell, didn't stand. In shaky times, it shook, rattled, rolled, and fell. And great was the fall of it. What's the difference? The foundation of that house, how that house was built, what that life was built upon, what that life was built upon. And great was the fall of it. Next verse, verse 28. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these teachings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. Doctrine means teaching. Next slide, please. Build your house. Next slide. Your house is your life, family, and career. The life you have at this point on this morning is the life you have been building. Your house is your life, family, and career. We're all building it, whether we realize it or not, intentionally or by accident. Intentionally building a life or by accident. Okay? Next slide. Your legacy is what you think, believe, say, and do. Your legacy is what you think, believe, say, and do. You will be remembered for how you were thinking, believing, saying, what you were saying, and doing, your action, your behavior. Your legacy is what you what? Think, believe, say, and do. Let's read it again. Your legacy is what you are 
believing, saying, and doing. So if I want to build a house, a family, a career, intentionally on a solid foundation and leave a legacy that I'm proud of, then I've got to monitor what I'm thinking, manage what I'm believing, manage my big fat mouth, to quote, quote Joyce Myers, and do. Are you all with me? Next slide. The life you have is the life you have built. And the life you build is the life you will have. Now that was worth coming to church a little deep, but if you break it down, think about it. Meditate it at lunch, it'll give you revelation. The life you have is the life past tense you have built. And the life you are building is the life you will have. How, my question, how are you building your life today? How are you building your family and your career? The life you have is the life you have built, and the life you build is the life you will have. Next slide. Psalm 112, verse 1 through 9. This is talking about a, a righteous man, a righteous parent, building a righteous house. This is how you build a house, a life, a career, and see the rewards of it. So notice, we're to build our house on solid foundation, the Word of God. If I'm hearing what Pastor Blunt teaches and I do it, hear it and do it, I'm wise. If I hear it, fall asleep and don't do it, I'm uh, foolish. Y'all with me? Okay, so now, let, now follow along. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, blessed, happy, fortunate is the man who fears reveres like y'all are doing, worships the Lord. Now, what's this phrase? Who delights, who delights, who enjoys the one-year Bible, who enjoys the one-year Bible, who delights, who renews his mind in the Word of God and does it. That's a wise builder. Who delights greatly in his commandments. That phrase, you tie it to the New Testament, Romans 12, 1 and 2, renewing your mind in the Word daily. So this man or woman at the beginning of this chapter, and I pray this every morning over my family because I want to build a life, a family, and a career. I prayed it this morning in the shower. Psalm 112, I taught on it on Wednesday night a week ago. I challenged the Wednesday night crowd to meditate on this the rest of the year and apply it. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, blessed, happy, to be envied is the man or the woman who fears, reveres, and worships the Lord and who's in the word, hearing it and doing it, renewing their mind. What are the benefits? Next verse, verse two. Their offspring will be mighty upon the earth. That's your family. And the generation of the upright will be blessed. That's your family. Verse three. Prosperity and welfare will be in your what? house. Each one of us is building a house. Are we building it on the one-year Bible or are we building it on Facebook or the internet or how many followers we have or our culture? If I'm building my house on hearing and doing the word, I'm a wise person building it on solid foundation. And when the world is shaking, my life, my family, and my career is unshakable. Prosperity and welfare will be in your house. Each one of us is building a house. Each one of us is building a house. 
and your righteousness or righteous decisions. And I'm just so proud of you all. You made a righteous decision by getting up and coming to church today and being with fellow believers. That was a righteous decision. You paid your tithe and gave an offering, gave in legacy. That's a righteous decision. You read your one year Bible this morning. That's a righteous decision. Your righteousness will endure forever. Making the right choices will be passed on down to your children and your children's children forever. Verse four, verse four. Light arises, this is wisdom, in the darkness for the upright and the just and those who are in right standing with God. Verse five. It is well with the man or the woman who's generous, gives the legacy offering, lends, conducts their affairs with justice. Don't have hidden agendas, right? Verse six, they will not be moved forever. You're stable, you're unshakable in shaky times. The righteous, the upright, right standing with God will be an everlasting, look at this, remembrance. Your legacy is what you think and what you're thinking you're believing and what you're believing you're saying and what you're saying you're doing. That's your legacy. And you'll be remembered forever. Verse seven, verse seven, you'll not be afraid of the evil bad news. Your heart is fixed. You're trusting, you're leaning, you're confident in the Lord. Ooh, I like it. Verse eight, see, we're not building our house by accident. We're being intentional. Your heart is established and you are steady. You are not unstable. You're not wishy-washy. You're not up and down. You are steadfast. To build a house that lasts for God, it takes you being steadfast for it to last. You will not be afraid while you wait to see your desire established upon your enemies. Now, for you and I, our enemies, they're not people. It's depression, fear, lack, sickness, disease, and all the above. Next, next verse, please. Verse 9. You'll be distributing freely. You're generous to the poor. Your righteousness and right standing with God will endure forever. That's legacy. And your horn, that's victory, will be exalted in honor. You'll walk in victory and not as a victim. Building your house upon the rock. We're all building a house. Your house is your life, your family, your career. How are you building it? And what are you building it up on? Next slide. Each of us are building a house. Next slide. Your house is your legacy. Next slide. Second Samuel chapter seven. Now, y'all doing okay so far? Okay. Now, buckle your seatbelt because this is going to blow your mind. It's going to encourage you. You're going to get revelation, but we're actually going to go through this whole chapter. Okay. So a lot of verses, but let the word speak to you. Okay. And this is David. Let me set it up. This is David, King David. And King David one day decides he wants to build God a house. He decides God doesn't ask him to build a house. God doesn't force him to build a house. But David is sitting in his palace in his mansion, and he says, God, I want to build you a house. Now, let me bring it down to where we live. All of you that are on the usher team, you're building God's house. All of you that work in the children's ministry, the youth ministry, the sound, the lighting, the parking lot, the nursery, you are building God's 
house. All of you that serve on the dream team at this church and you're a volunteer, you are building God a house. This is the house of God. So notice what happens is this. I'm going to just give you a preview of coming attraction. In this chapter, David said, I want to build you a house. And God comes to him through the prophet and says, you want to build me a house? And David said, yes, I want to build you a house. And so what happens is God says to him, because you want to build my house, you want to serve on the dream team, you want to build a house of God, be a kingdom builder. God says, I'm going to build you a house. He says to David, I'm going to build you a house and I'm going to have a lineage and descendants that will go on for eternity. I'm going to make sure that your house, David, is strong. I'm going to make sure that, David, you have a legacy that outlasts you and your children's children and your children's children. I'm going to make sure that because you want to build me a house, I'm going to help you build your house. Oh, I hope you understand. I hope you understand. Because do you know who came through David's house? Jesus Christ came through David's house. Jesus Christ came through David's house. Just because this King David wanted to build a house for God, wanted to work in the house of God, no excuses, not being lazy, not being indifferent, not being, not being complacent, but he said, God, I want to build you a house. And God says, David, because you want to build me a house, I'm going to help you build your house. And through your house, the Messiah will come, the son of David, Jesus Christ. Oh, you should get excited about that. Blind Bartimaeus, you know, some of you don't know this, but blind Bartimaeus in Mark 10, when he cried out to Jesus, he said, Jesus, you son of David, the son of David, his lineage, his descendants, all that happened because David wanted to build God a house. What would that be? Taking my family to the house of God every Sunday and when the doors are open. And when I take my family to God's house and build his house, God says, I'll help you build your house and your children and your children's children and your children's children and your lineage. I'll help you have household salvation. Okay, y'all ready? And it came to pass when the king sat in his what? House. And the Lord had given him rest. Oh, I love it. From all his enemies. God can give you rest from all panic, fear, worry, anxiety, depression, suicide, drugs, alcohol, pornography. Oh, God can give you rest from all your enemies. Next verse, verse two. And the king said unto Nathan the prophet, see now, I dwell in a house of cedar. We get excited about a closet with cedar. <laughs> he had a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells within curtains. He was concerned about the house of God. How many Christians are really concerned today about the house of God? Verse three, verse three. And Nathan said to the king, go, do all that's in your heart, for the Lord will be with you. Notice God didn't ask him to build him a house, but David out of his heart wanted to build his God a house. And Nathan said to the king, 
Go, do all that's in your heart, David, for the Lord is with you. Verse 4, y'all praying for me, right? I got to get through this. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came into Nathan, saying, verse 5, Go and tell my servant David, thus says the Lord. So God is speaking to Nathan, through Nathan the prophet, to David. He says, Go tell David, thus says the Lord, shall you build me a house? David, I didn't even, this is God talking, I didn't even ask you to build me a house. And you want to go to the house of the Lord, serve in the house of the Lord, give to the house of the Lord? You want to build me a house? Next verse, verse 6. Whereas I have not dwelled in any house since the time I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent called the tabernacle. Verse 7. In all the places where I have walked with all the children of Israel, spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel? And who I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, Will you build ye not me a house of cedar? Verse 8. Now therefore so shall thou say unto my servant David, Thus says the Lord God of hosts, I took you from the sheep, the sheepherd. You were a shepherd following the sheep, and I made you a ruler over my people. Wow. Look what God can do if we'll just give him our life. If we'll just make ourselves available, look what he can do over Israel. Verse 9, verse 9. And I was with thee whither you went and have cut off all your enemies out of your sight and have made you a great name, like unto the name of the great men that are upon the earth. Now, this is God through Nathan to David. All because David said, God, I want to build you a house. So God's coming back and said, David, I'm going to help you build your house. Wow. Verse 10. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people, Israel, and I will plant them, and they will dwell in a place of their own, and they'll move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them anymore as before time. Verse 11. And as since that time I commanded judges to be over my people, Israel, I've caused them to rest from all their enemies. God can give you rest today, my brother and sister, from all your enemies. Also, the Lord telleth thee that he, oh, 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 wow. Also, the Lord wants me to tell you that he will make you, David, a house. <sighs> Household salvation. No one of your family going to hell. All going to go to heaven. All going to serve God. All going to live for God. If I put God's house first, if I put God first, then God said he's going to take care of my house, my children, my children's children, those yet to be born, all because David had a desire to build God a house. You liken that to a desire to serve in God's house today. Give, be a part, plug in to God's house today. And when we make that decision, God says, because you want to build my house, I'm going to help you build your house. What is your house? It's your life. It's your family, and it's your career. Next verse, verse 12. And when thy days are fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with your fathers when you're dead, I will set up your seed after you, David, which shall proceed out of your bowels, and I will establish your kingdom, an everlasting kingdom, David. Verse 13. He will build a house for my name, so I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Jesus came through. He was the son of David. I mean, you know, he's forever and ever 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 
and ever. Verse 14, I will be his father and you'll be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men, with the stripes of the children of men. Verse 15, but my mercy will not depart away from him. As I took it from Saul, whom I put away before you. Verse 16, and your house and your kingdom will be established forever before thee. And your throne. This is all, this is God through Nathan talking to David, all because David wanted to build God a house. And each one of us in this room and online, you are building a house, either as a wise builder or a foolish builder, on a solid foundation or no foundation. And your house is your life, your family, and your career. And your legacy is what you think, believe, say, and do. And he says, your house and your kingdom will be established forever, and your throne will be established forever. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Verse 17. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so Nathan did tell David. Verse 18. Then went King David in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that thou hast brought it to me hitherto? Verse 19, and this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God, but thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? Verse 20, and what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, you know me, you know your servant. Verse 21, for your word's sake, oh, look at this, for your word's sake and according to your own heart, have you done all these great things to make thy servant know them? Do you know God has great things in store for you, your life, your house, your career, if you build his house? For thy word's sake, so God made a promise, God said it, according to your own heart, you have done all these great things to make thy servant to know them? Verse 22. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God. Look at his response. For you're so great, you're so good, God. For there's no God like you. There's no God beside you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. Verse 23. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, and even like Israel, whom God went to redeem for a people to himself and to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for thy land before the people, whom he redeemed from Egypt, from the nations and their gods. That's why we should be supporting Israel right now, pro-Israel. Verse 24, for you have confirmed to yourself thy people Israel to be a people unto thee forever. Look at that, forever his people. And thou, Lord, are become their God. This is why we support Israel. Next verse, verse 25. And now, O Lord God, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant, we need to know what God has said. And concerning his house, what has God said? And what has God said about your house? What has God promised? And what has God promised concerning your house? He said, and now, O oh Lord God, the word that you gave to your servant concerning his house. Wow. Are you getting this today, Church on the Rock? Well, if you're sleeping on this, you're backslidden. Can I just say that? Seriously, you don't care about God's house. If this doesn't excite you, 
oh my God, this doesn't excite you. David, God didn't ask him to build him a house, but David wanted to go to church, wanted to serve, wanted to give, wanted to build God a house, wanted to be on the team. It wasn't drudgery, not thinking of excuses that things more important. No wonder so many Christians' homes are going to hell in a handbasket. Their kids are on drugs and they're pregnant before marriage and they're divorced and blended and broken families in the church. And he says, David, because you want to build me a house, I am going to help you build your house. And your house is your life, your family, and your career. And now, oh Lord God, the word that you've spoken concerning me and my house, sit with me, God has a word and a promise for my house. Establish it forever and do as you have said. We need to know what God has said. We need to know what God has promised for household salvation, for restoration and reconciliation for our homes, our house, our family, our children, our children's children, those yet to be born. We need to know what he said, what he promised. And then three, we need to agree. Look what he said. Do as you have promised, God. I agree with you, not the culture, not the circumstances, not the strife in my house, not the indifference, not the fighting, not the fussing, not the quarreling, but God, I agree with what you have said over my house. And God, because I'm building your house, God, you said you would build my house. Come on, let's have a praise break. Next slide. And let your name be magnified forever. Hallelujah. The Lord of hosts, the Almighty, the God over Israel, and let the house of your servant David be established before thee. Oh, my goodness. Verse 27, verse 27. For you, O Lord God of hosts, Almighty, the God of Israel. This is why we should support Israel. Has revealed to your servant. We need revelation. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this thing. I will build you a house. Wow. Oh, Lord God of hosts of Israel, you've revealed unto your servants, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore has your servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto you. Woo. Need help in our house? Help God build his house. It's a big idea. I'm not talking about you, but the church. So many Christians don't have time for God's house, especially after COVID. They, they gave up the habit of going to church, reading their Bible, paying their tithe training their children. They gave it up, and now their house is in a mess. For thou, O Lord God of Israel, has real boy, I'm going to get a lot of really encouraging words online from this message. I'm leaving town. I'm taking my saddle. I will build you a house. Therefore has your servant found in his house to pray this prayer unto thee. Verse 28. Verse 28. And now, O Lord God, you are God. And God no matter what's going on in my house, in my life, my career, your words are true. And God, you have promised. God, you said it. You promised it. So be it, God. God, you promised what? Not heartache, not failure, but goodness. You've promised goodness unto your servant. One more verse, verse 29. Therefore, now let it please thee, oh, to bless my house. God wants to bless our house. God wants to help us build our house because we want to build his house. What we make happen for God, God makes happen for 
Yes. Therefore, now let it please thee to bless the house of your servant. God wants to bless. God wants. God doesn't want your children to die and go to hell. God doesn't want your backslidden husband or wife or mother or father or sibling or teenager to die and go to hell. God wants to help you to build your house. Bring it together. Bring reconciliation. Have restoration. Rebuild your house. Each of us are building a house. And we got to build it on the solid foundation of the rock of the word of God. And when you do, storms will come. Bad things will come. But guess what? Your house will still be standing. And God said he'll establish your house. And God said that household salvation will come to your house. Do you all remember when the ark and Noah and the ark? He said to Noah, you go in the ark and your family will follow. You go to church, you put God first, you be sold out, and eventually your family will follow. And if not in your lifetime, in their lifetime. Therefore, now let it please thee to bless thy house as the team comes, that it may continue forever to be before you, O Lord God. You've spoken it. You promised it. You said it. That goodness was coming to my house. That you would help me build my life, legacy, house, my family, and my career. For you, Lord God, you've spoken it. Look at this. And with your blessing. How many want the blessing of the Lord upon your house? And with your blessing, let the house of David be blessed. Not cursed. Not generational curses. Be blessed forever. Ooh, say it with me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If God said it, God promised it, I agree with it. I declare the goodness of the Lord and the blessing of the Lord on my house. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm done. Give the Lord a praise, would you? What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.